What's going on, everybody? Alex Simontelli here. This is Grow the Buck Up, episode number four. You control your life. This is the last episode of the introduction series. I figure at some point we eventually have to start getting into different series. Um, But I just wanted to, you know, make sure that we had a proper introduction uh, and really kind of focused on a few specific concepts that I really want to get in place before we start continuing with the podcast. So after this series, we're going to jump into the first section of the financial part uh, or the financial series of this podcast. Um, I figure the title is Grow the Buck Up. And for that pun to make sense, we have to actually start giving financial advice at some point. So that will begin uh, next or next week, the next episode. And we will have probably about four or five episodes there before we move into another series. Um, So the the next week's episode, though, will be building a budget. Uh, We'll probably have like gaining the most joy per buck and a couple other things like that at that point. So let's start this episode off, once again, with something in your control. Just like we ended last episode, right? I can bend my finger whenever I want. I can unbend it. I can bend it. It is all in my control whenever I choose. So do something in your control. Something that you get to choose to do whenever you want. I can't tell you. Nobody else can tell you. Nobody else can make you. I think it's always a great reminder, right? Kind of a grounding to just bring you back to that point. So now that you've done that, we can begin. Some of the greatest advice I ever received was this. Whenever you decide to not do something, instead of saying, I don't have time to, Or, I can't because whatever. Say, I am not making it a priority to. So something like, I don't have time to cook dinner, becomes, I'm not making it a priority to cook dinner. Now, the main purpose of this is to show you what value, or what you value, excuse me, in terms of importance in your life. But I also find it's a very helpful reminder that you are in control of your life. If you woke up tomorrow and wanted to go to the Grand Canyon, you could do so. There's lots of priorities, excuses, whatever, for reasons that you can't do it. I have kids. I have to go to work, etc. But none of those can actually stop you from waking up and making your way towards the Grand Canyon. Maybe you have enough money and you can fly. You can book a ticket. Maybe you can only drive. Maybe you just have to start walking towards it or hitchhiking or whatever it is. And obviously there's some restrictions, right? If you're overseas, maybe there's passport issues first that would need to be resolved. Or... um, You know, if you're in prison, I guess technically that might be difficult to get there at the time. There are some freedoms given up in those situations. But taking those few situations away, 
where you, you actually cannot. You have that power to do so. You have the ability to make that decision. There are consequences, of course. And you would have to deal with those consequences. You have to live with those consequences. And I believe that is a big reason that a lot of us don't just get up and do that tomorrow. But when you look at it from the power standpoint, the control standpoint, you have that power to control your life right there. And if you take that thought and extrapolate it out, put it into every aspect of your life, you choose to go to your job, you choose what you eat, you choose to save your money, right? From a financial perspective, once again, I told you this is a, you know, partly a financial podcast. This is exactly the logic that leads you to financial independence, which I've talked a lot about so far in a very, you know, wishy-washy way. I haven't really gotten too deep into it yet. But essentially, it's just this. It's simply taking control of your finances, not letting other people tell you the life you're supposed to live, not letting money just flow in, flow out, you not knowing where it's going. It's sitting there and actually controlling it and saying, I am going to figure out a plan and I'm going to know what's happening. And you know what's crazy is when you sit down and take control of your finances, you give yourself control of your financial life. And you can start to set up the future that you want. And I promise you'll be surprised by how much financial control you can have over your life. And how much of an impact simply taking that step, recognizing it, understanding it, can, can have in your life. It's, it's absolutely mind-blowing. It blew my mind when I first learned about it. And I hope over the next few episodes, it will blow your mind as well. But that's from a financial perspective, right? And of course, this all depends on what your current life is. What's the lifestyle you live? What's the lifestyle you want to live? Can you retire early? Do you want to? Is there something, you know, but but there are, there's things, right? It, it gives you all of this. Maybe you don't want to retire early. Me personally, I think it'd be great. Maybe you go, nah, I'd get bored and I actually don't want to. I love working. All right. Well, maybe it gives you something more that you could save for that you never thought you could. Maybe it gives you more of that freedom to pick the job in the future that you would like a little bit more even. Who knows? From a life perspective, though, this control is a fresh reminder of how strong you are. We give away our power to others, for sure. We give up control to people. We give up control and power to excuses. And it's easy to do. It's so easy. And it doesn't make you a bad person if you're sitting there right now going, man, I do make a lot of excuses. Everybody does. I've done it plenty of times in my life too. And the more we beat ourselves up and the more negatively we think of ourselves, the more we do this. And the less we think we have that power or we have that control. 
I'm going to give you some examples of excuses that I have read over time or heard over time from multiple perspectives. From a financial side, I've heard so many people say things like, oh, well, he's only so successful. And I'm just talking about whatever person they were applying to. He's only successful because his parents let him live at home for two years till he found a job. If I had scholarships and a part-time job, I could have done that too. Well, not everyone can just magically start a side hustle that's successful. Where does the 20 grand come with that, that, that is unaccounted for in his, in his starting budget right there? I bet his parents gave it to him. Probably just another spoon-fed 20-year-old who doesn't understand life. How about some life excuses? Well, if I lived in City X, I'd be happy too. I'm not skilled at cooking. I just eat out. I don't want to hang out with someone because I don't think they want to spend time with me. I don't think I'll make the right decision. That person has an advantage that I don't have. It's so easy to convince yourself that you can never succeed at anything because you will always be lacking something that someone else has. That's probably the easiest thing to do in life. And humans love doing things that are easy. So does electricity, right? Takes the the path of least resistance. Humans also take that path of least resistance. It's, it's just, ah, well, I can just excuse it away. And for some reason, rather than me sitting down and working towards a happier life, or towards a better life, or towards something, any, any of these things, I can just say, well, I can't. They've got advantage X or Y or Z, whatever it is. And so it, it just doesn't make sense for me. And I hate seeing this. The list goes on of a million excuses. And I hate seeing it because it's just absolute nonsense. And we just fill the world with it. We fill our lives with it. And the big, another issue is nowadays with social media, it is extremely easy with the internet to find other people that will validate your excuses. You can sit there and you can go anywhere you want. No matter what opinion or excuse you have, you can go somewhere on the internet within probably a few minutes and find a group of people that will agree with you and that will tell you, yep, that's how it is. You're just screwed. I'm just screwed. We're all just screwed. This is the world we live in. And that's, it's, it's scary somewhat, to be, to be fair. Frankly, it's a little bit scary. But additionally, it just perpetuates the issue it just solidifies it in your mind that, well, it's not in your control. You don't have that power. You don't have that control. 
And that is awful. I, I don't know if I have any better way to say it. It's just awful. And so when we start making these assumptions and these claims about advantages that other people have, a lot of times we also start to disregard all of the hard work, all of the trouble, the time, the effort, everything that goes into whatever it is. Think about something that you have put effort into. I want you to think about something that you're good at. Number one, it's good to think about things that you're good at and write them down and remind yourself because that's a positive thing you can do. You can say, hey, look at me. I did something good. I am really good at X. So think about something that you're really good at, something that you've worked really hard at. Maybe it's playing the piano. Maybe it was becoming uh, a ballerina or a fantastic athlete, right? Star of the basketball team. Maybe you're really good at just saving money. You've sat down and you've studied all of the various ways that you can put money away for retirement. Your 401ks and your IRAs and all of these, right? And you've looked into all the loopholes and everything. Whatever it is. Now, think about someone coming along who sees you and says, yeah, well, if I was born with a perfect ear, I could play the piano too. If I was that athletic, no duh, I'd be star of the basketball team. Oh, yeah, okay, being a ballerina, cool, yeah. Like, if I was that flexible and, you know, just could, could dance naturally, I could do that. If I was super lucky financially, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure I'd have all that money as well. It isn't true, right? Almost every situation has a backstory. And usually, it involves a lot of work. It involves a lot of knowledge and research and sacrifices. You think the star of the basketball team just shows up and is just the star of the basketball team? Or do you think that kid found a talent, found something that he had a gift in, and worked his butt off every single day to make it to that point? Maybe he didn't even quite have the talent, but he worked so hard that he got there anyways. And there's nothing wrong, even if somebody did have some of that talent, with them taking advantage of their own talents to try and get to the best point in their life that they can. To try and accomplish their own goals. We all have to exist in our own lanes kind of and quit looking around quit looking at the person on your left and right and comparing yourself and comparing your journeys through life and saying well they have x or they have y and they've done this and they have this advantage quit it it's not good it's not healthy and it's just going to keep you stuck while everybody else keeps moving forward and you're just going to resent them even more. As some of you know, if you've listened to my build the life you want talk, I made a lot of sacrifices along the way to build my Twitch stream to be successful. And those sacrifices drove me to learn about creating a successful life outside of just financially successful, but overall a successful life. 
And regardless, now that I have found some Twitch success, do you know what I hear almost daily from people? Oh, man, you're just lucky you got into streaming four years ago. Nobody unknown can make it big now. Ah, well, I just don't have time to stream like you do. You probably just knew some big streamers and got their viewers to come to your channel. I wish I had connections. The list goes on. I could I could share so many YouTube comments and messages and all sorts of stuff, tweets that I have gotten over the years of people who just want to excuse it away. And yet every day, I see new streamers starting up, working hard, growing their streams into something bigger. And from the ones who grow, I see some of them were able to figure out easier than others. They might have been more talented. Some of them may have started with a little boost. Some of them failed somewhat and then learned from that. But none of them quit because they saw someone else succeed. None of them said, he was just lucky. I couldn't be that successful. Instead of comparing paths, they looked at their own situations and they figured out what they could do. There is a short book called Compass to Fulfillment by Kazuo Inamori. I probably pronounced that wrong. I apologize. And he says, the formula for results in your life equals your attitude times your ability times your effort. Now, ability and effort are measured on a scale from 0 to 100. You can improve them both. But attitude is most important because it doesn't go 0 to 100. It goes negative 100 to 100. And so you know what? Having a negative attitude then affects your outcomes actually in a negative way, where they'll, you'll go in a negative direction. So, I mean, that's just basic math, right? X times Y times Z, if one of those is a negative, you're going to end up with a negative result. Attitude is the one that can be negative here. And this is why it's so important that you get your attitude right first. This is why I have spent so much time in the introduction series talking about changing your attitude first. And if you're having trouble, putting yourself in a different situation where you can almost force your attitude to change. Think about the environment that you're in right now. Think about who your friends are. What are the things that are positive effects in your life right now? Do you have a positive community around you? Positive health? Positive whatever it is, right? Is, are you living in a dump? Is there, you know, is your place not clean at all, right? Whatever it is, think about your current life and, and what you exist in, who you have around you, right? What you have around you. If that is not positively affecting your life, it's time to change that. It is time to look forward and say, what can I do to start improving this? And this is where I've talked about before where I said, maybe just taking the trash out, right? Start with the basic things and then go from there. 
And a lot of times it's uncomfortable. A lot of times it is going to be something like, well, I've been friends with this person for 10 years. And I don't want to, you know, like what I'd be alone then. This is the person I talk to all the time and I'd be alone. It's okay. If they are having a negative impact on your life, you either need to change the nature of that relationship, have a talk with them, or maybe remove yourself from that situation. And you can be respectful about how you do it for sure. I don't think there's anything wrong, though, with you simply wanting to live the best life that you can. And sometimes we all have different paths and different goals and different things and different ways that we want to experience life. And you know what? Life isn't always fair. And I think that's something that gets said a lot, but doesn't get taken into uh, consideration a ton. We all say, yeah, life isn't fair. But then whenever life isn't fair, we go, hey, come on, life's not fair, man. This is messed up. It isn't fair. We don't all start at the same place. But if you're sitting somewhere hearing this right now, you probably started ahead of a lot of people in this world. Because there are a lot of people that don't even have the ability to hear this. And I think you should be grateful for that. But I don't think looking around to, to ever compare yourself to people is ever really worked in a healthy way. Unless you approach it with gratitude and say, wow, that person's doing awesome things. Good for them. And good for me for doing my own awesome things. And good for blank for doing his or her own awesome things. Be proud and be respectful, right? But make sure you're not being jealous. Don't just be envious of someone else's life, someone else's situation, and excuse your own life because that's the easiest thing to do. Right. Don't throw what you have away because you're too busy making excuses, because you're too busy worrying about your neighbors. You control your life. You choose your actions every single day and you build your own path to success. So build it. Choose those actions. Choose that life that you want. So for the challenge this week, I want you to write down your three most used excuses. I want you to think back to times that you have been invited to do something or you have been, you know, just been sitting somewhere and had an opportunity to do whatever it is. And what is, I want you to write down excuses 
what is the excuse that you used to get yourself out of it? And I think it's important to do this because I think it's important to just look at those and not, you know, put yourself down for writing, for having these excuses or having made these excuses, but look at them as um, a reminder almost. Look at them as something and say, you know what? I'm not going to use these again in the future. I'm done with these excuses. Because I'm not going to say I don't have time to or whatever it is, right? I'm going to say I am not making it a priority. And whenever I don't make something a priority, I'm taking control there. That is now my action. That is now me deciding in my life what I'm going to do. So go do it. Now next week, we're going to be talking about, once again, building a budget 101. This is going to be the start of the financial podcast series. Um, I've got probably about 15 to 20 topics in finances that I'm going to be discussing. But I want to start out with just like five, and they're going to be a little bit more introductory, right? They're going to just, I mean, as you can see, building a budget 101. Very basic, but a great starting point. If you don't have a budget, if you don't know where your money is coming from, where your money is going, what you're actually spending, so many people believe they're spending X, but are actually spending 2X, things like that. So if you don't know these things, this is a great place to start. And then I'll, I'll introduce a few other um, pieces along the way. Uh, and, and a lot of that is kind of how I view money personally, because I think I have a little bit of a different view, right? Some people view money as happiness. Some people view money as just this source that you have to get all the time and they never want to get rid of it. They're very frugal. Um, I used to be in that sort of mindset. Uh, but now... I see money in a little bit of a different way, right? I see it as this this great source for improving your life, but it won't actually improve your life, if that makes any sense at all. Regardless, we'll talk through that more as we go through this next financial podcast series. Uh, but for now, thank you everybody for watching uh, or for listening. You can find the podcast live on Twitch, on my YouTube at youtube.com slash grow the book up on any of the popular podcast feeds, or on my own site, www.growthebuckup.com. That's all I have for now. Thanks for listening. Now it's time to grow the buck up. Okay.